Well, I'm sitting here looking at a very thick two-book commentary on the Gospel of Matthew, Lisa. Yeah, you've been reading that for a long time. Well, yeah, I kind of mix it up, and I don't get to it every day, but I'm almost at the very end of the first 400 and some pages. Okay. Uh, and, and then sometimes when I have homilies that are upcoming, then I'll go to the different different ones that I have and okay. read them just to see if there's any insight in there that I can draw from. What uh, We're going into what, year one? Uh, uh, yeah, oh, it's a? a cycle A, a yes. Is A Matthew? Yes. Oh well, hey. But this isn't A Matthew. This is just the Gospel of Matthew. No, no, period. no, no. But like, is A cycle Matthew centered? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that it could be because I, I know B is is B Luke, C is Mark maybe because we had a lot of Mark lately, right? Anyway, but it is neat that the Gospels are you know they're they're centered. Each cycle is centered on. On a different gospel, right? And then, and then, Easter and in, in, in Lent, I think is John, right? Yes. So, uh, well, or is it Easter? Uh, uh, or, or is it Lent? Lent? I don't know. John just, is Lent. I think. Just being, just being Catholic, you, you know, you got to stay on top of all of this stuff, yes. right? You yeah. would think after so many years. I mean, you've been Catholic what forty-seven years, and you still haven't figured this out yet. Well, that's not saying much. Okay. Well, let's let's get on to the third Sunday of Advent, shall we? Okay. And Lisa will reclaim uh, after I say I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the. Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa show. And just to clarify, gospel, uh, your A is uh, Gospel of St. Matthew. Well, there so we go. You got it right. You'll be very prepared since you're, half, you're, you're through the first volume. That's so. good. That's good. Uh, now i got to get to the right page. Well, that's good. So I'm just going to yeah. fill in some time here for Lisa while she's looking this up. Like I said, we're in the third Sunday of Advent. Lisa, are you ready now? Yeah, we're on the pink, the pink candle. The, it, joy. the rose candle, you mean? Yeah, the we don't like candle. to use the word uh, pink. Yeah, that's right. Some 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 people some get really so, really feisty if you use the word like, pink. I like your pink vestments. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Oh, uh, um, what is it called? A, a reading from the prophet Isaiah. That's no, what it's called. What is it called? Vestments? Something Sunday. Uh, like it's it Laudate or or Gaudate? <laughs> I think it's Gaudate. Yeah, the other one. It's Laudate. I don't know. No, no, I don't know. One is Lent and one is Advent. We are not right, we're not very right smart right here to our listeners. So they've listened to us for two and a half minutes now of what we don't know about our Catholic faith. This is great. Uh, yeah. Another quality podcast. The desert and the parched land will exalt. The step will rejoice. Steep. This we had this reading. Before. I know it. Oh we did, yeah, and you the said it wrong steep, before yeah, too. The steep will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant They will bloom with abundant flowers. And rejoice with joyful songs. The glory of Lebanon will be given to them. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord. The splendor of our God. Strengthen the hands that are feeble. Make firm the knees that are weak. And to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong. Fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. Then will the lame leap like a stag, then the tongue of the mute will sing. Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness, sorrow and mourning will flee. The word of the oh. Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks. So uh, Psalm 146, Lord, come and save us. The Lord God keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food for, to the hungry, 
The Lord sets captives free. Lord, come save us. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who were bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. Lord, come and save us. The fatherless and the widow he sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, through all generations. Lord, come and save us. Hallelujah. A, a, a reading from James. James. I'm sorry, I was looking it up. It's Gadate, which means rejoice. Be, pain, be patient. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and late rains. You too must be patient. Make your hearts firm, because the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not complain, brothers and sisters, about one another, that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing before the gates. Take as an example of hardship and patience, brothers and sisters, the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal places, palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Lisa, what are you thinking? Um, well, I was thinking, like, doesn't um, John the Baptist know that it was Jesus? I actually wrote a homily on this. Yeah. Uh, a year or two ago. Okay. And um, um, I'm trying to think. Because they grew up together, so, or, you know, I mean, like, John baptized him. I think that John knew, but the people that were following him were not, just not sure. Were just not sure, okay. and so he sent them to ask that question. Oh, uh, Right, okay. does that make sense? Yeah. So what, what else are you gathering from all of this? Um... Well, again, it's, call, it's calling us to be to wait and uh, be patient and um, don't judge people so that we may not be judged on the second reading. So I thought there were some good things in there. Yeah, I, I always like the second readings in some of these. And, and for me, what jumped out in the second reading is you too must be patient. 
And I think patience, uh, which is a fruit of the spirit, right? is something that um, we can all struggle with. In fact, it, it, it mentions being patient at the beginning, right? And um, I think you might have some people that <laughs> uh, they want to be very patient about the coming of the Lord, right? <laughs> and others maybe not so patient. But I think even this idea of patience and how we live out our spiritual lives, right? Um, often God may be calling us to something, but he's planted the seed, but he's not ready for us to act on it. Yeah, we have to do some sort of growth or preparing yeah. in another way. Exactly. And on top of that, some maybe there's some other situations that are outside of our control that mm-hmm. need to be put in place before we can kind of proceed forward. Right. So I think being patient with the Lord. In fact, I think I sent that to you in my email note today, right? Yes. I said, be patient with yourself, (laughs) right? And also be patient with the Lord. Right. Because sometimes we may not feel like we're growing um, uh, spiritually fast as we would want to. Right. Right. And so we can grow impatient with ourselves, which is not helpful. Right. Or we are waiting for the Lord to hurry up. (laughs) And so we get impatient with the Lord and well, once again, that's not very helpful. Yeah, it's funny. I heard a Maverick City song, Wait on the Lord, today. Really? Yeah. Well, good. So that resonated with you. Well, yeah, that song usually does. That's good. So uh, in this commentary to Matthew, I opened that up since we mentioned it, right? Yeah. And this is what we hear in the gospel, right? The supreme argument for Christ is not intellectual debate, but experience of his changing power, right? And what does he say right here? Let's go tell it, John, what you hear and see, Right? The, 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 blind are seeing, the blind are able to see, the lame are walking, the left are to clean, the deaf hear, you know, the dead are raised. That's all the, the changing power of Jesus, right? Right. And so I think in our own spiritual lives, are we really opening ourselves? Some people can get caught in an intellectual debate uh-huh. to try to really, like in their minds, rationalize um, God. God is beyond our oh, understanding, our understanding yeah. right? But when we open our hearts to him, we can experience for ourselves and in the lives of others the changing power, mm. right? Well, isn't that like wisdom as well, the gift of wisdom? Yeah, the gift to understand the way God thinks. Yeah. 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 But then to also just to understand the power that he has in our lives, and, and how that can work. And ultimately, that's the testimony of Jesus, right? Right. So, like, if I look at your life, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. over the last decade, mm-hmm. right, you are a testimony to the changing power of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? Because as you open your heart to him more, how much have you been transformed? A lot. Exactly. And what did it start with? Uh, Christina. Right. And, and more specifically, reconciliation. Yeah. Right? Because you had all of these things that you were carrying around. Yeah. And as soon as you decided to yoke yourself up to the sacrament of confession, which is Jesus himself, a lot of those burdens were lifted away. Yeah. And now you were able to start to move forward in spiritual growth. Right. And so I I think the challenge for our listeners um, is, are there things that you're holding on to? Uh, Are there there things that you haven't allowed um, God to fully immerse himself into? Mm -hmm. Uh, are there areas in your life where you are resisting the changing power of God? Mm. And if there are, then we're going to encourage you to kind of um, step into him, mm-hmm. lean into him. Uh, because as we hear in the song Surrender, if we lean into him, he will lean into us. Oh, that's when the guy does the talking before. Like... Very good. There's, I can't sneak anything by you when it comes <laughs> to musical stuff. Mm. Any other things, Lisa, in this very crazy podcast? No. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm like See you next time. Bye.